Here's the situation, Rush. Uh, we did a situation like this when Coach Mitch was around. Um, but I'm going to give you some base units of value. And we will always start with that item being worth a dollar. And then I'd like you to tell me the value of a second item in relationship to that one dollar item. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we'll come back to that at the end. Uh, I'm Rush Howell. I'm TJ Jagodowski. And this is Here's the Situation, a real podcast about hypothetical uh, situations. And here, TJ, we have a theme, as we always do. Oh, we and do. And this theme is Impeachment 2. Yep. But that is four words. Impeachment, M-I-N-T, <laughs> yep. and 2-T-W-O. Ah. So that's what we got. Impeachment 2. Uh, which, you know, uh, this will come out. The, the, I don't know. I mean, there was impeachment hearings going on today. Yeah. Uh, but who knows if that'll be wrapped up uh, by the time this comes out. This but, one's moving uh, along. So I think it might. Uh, God, good Lord willing, it, it will be. It seems like this one's this one's chugging along. But but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, Rush, I did one for each each piece of those words. The, the one we teased at the top is based off of mint. You know, like a, a value and, you know, like gold standard and stuff like that. Um, the one I'm going to start you off with, it's it's kind of a it, it's a tough one. It might be a tough one. It's it, it's the one off of Imp. And okay. we have the first ever, I think, crossover situation, Rush. I was hoping that Empathy Imp is going to show up. The Empathy Surely Imp is. decided to partner up with the eccentric billionaire. Ooh. Nice. Good move by the imp. I, uh, well, I don't know, man. It might be good news for them. I don't think it's going to be great news for you. Uh, you are going to be... I don't think you have a great <laughs> sense of the eccentric billionaire, if okay. I'm being honest. I feel that you think he's a little more cruel than he is. He's he's really just a bored guy who's interested in you know uh, finding ways to entertain himself. Okay, yeah. I know, but it, I think, I guess what my problem is, is what he finds entertaining, I guess, is, yeah. is my problem. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe I just maybe yeah, I, mean, I just have very look, different taste. He's not a great guy. I'm just saying. You know, oh no, he's not like out for. He's not out to hurt people. We're we're just going to disagree. He is out to hurt people. Um, as I point out, like there is usually ones where you have to, you have to like outswim a shark, fight a bear, or a, a bobcat to the death. So he he yeah. is kind of out to hurt people. I, I he's would, expecting success though. Uh, <laughs> from the from the bear, I I, I feel like no, no, don't blame okay. don't blame the billionaire for having confidence in in you. All right. Well, we'll we'll see how you feel about him after this one. So here's here's the situation, Rush. Um, in a here is a situation crossover event, the Emp of the Emp and Eccentric Billionaire are co-hosting a situation. So you are going to be able to experience other people's joys and pains, but it's a real mixed bag of circumstances, some of which you will be able to determine for yourself. So that's a little bone throw that the eccentric billionaire is giving you is you can kind of determine some of it is that how you're going to experience these these um, situations that other people find themselves in. Cool. Okay. So there's so four. He's, he's probably like put the empathy amp up to this. Like he's probably got a little bit of control over the empathy. Amp oh, I don't know. He seems like such a great guy. I doubt he would do something like that. Yeah, I think know. he probably just you know wanted to partner up with the the because he's just so empathetic is my guess. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, it might be. I guess we'll find out as we go through these. There's four of them. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the first one, and we'll, maybe it'll start to become more clear. Rush, um, you are going to walk a very painful mile in someone else's very painful shoes with very painful feet, but you can walk that mile anywhere in the world that you have been or have never been. So you, it's going to be a painful ass mile. Um, but where would you walk that one mile if you could walk anywhere in the world? Got it. So just brutal, like walking on glass or whatever. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be like glass, broken glass shoes 
on a broken glass like sidewalk or wherever, you know, like right. yeah, it's gonna be rough. So I probably don't want it like in the hills of New Zealand, which is a place I'd really like to go, but I've never been because that's gonna be even worse if it's like uphill with mm. the broken glass and everything. Yeah, I mean, you can so make I'm, it downhill if you like. If you really want to just skid the whole time on some broken glass, yeah, maybe yeah. just roll down there. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I just walk down, uh, do a mile downhill off one of those like cliff lines in, in New Zealand. That's that's sure. like a bucket list place for me to go. If I'm if I'm on flat land, I, you know, I really like. Um, I think I wouldn't mind just being out by the ocean uh, for it. Uh, so give me like. Give me some stretch in, in some place I haven't been, like San Sebastian or something, where I've got like uh, maybe the sea uh, that I can have a nice nice view of. Nice. Okay, great. Uh, next week I'm gonna I'm gonna crack this. Next week, uh, Rush, we have some stuff based on polar. Oh, ah, nice. there we go. That's it. And that's a polar club soda being uh, being. Mm. Boy, that's tasty. Yeah, still waiting for that sponsorship. Don't I know, know man. It's taking them so long, I don't but, know. Uh, you think they'd want to hop on a rocket when they see it, right? Um, so the next one, Rush, is you are going to experience one year of deafness. You are going to be oh. deaf for an entire year. But Rush, the eccentric billionaire says, hey, just to let you know that I'm I'm a good guy. I'm a decent guy. Um, and my kind of fun, you know, is no just knowing that you're going to be deaf uh, for a year. But you can pick whatever year you want to be deaf for. Um, you can pick. It'll be a year of your life, one aged year of your life. Right now, you can pick it. And just so, you know, just so we don't put it when maybe you're already having a lot of hearing issues, you have to pick a number below the age of, of 65 and you will spend that year deaf. Got it. Got it. So, I mean, already I'm happy with this because the eccentric billionaire is guaranteeing that I'm going to make it to 65. So thank you mm-hmm. uh, for that. Yep. It's great to hear. Um, speaking of great to hear. I don't think he can guarantee uh, that, but he just, you know. I think he, you know, assumes that, but yeah, I don't know if he's. I I'm, I'm going to take sixty-five. Yeah, okay, I'm going to take the last year that's available, no matter whatever you give me on that. I want it to be the, the last year I went deaf. Okay, so not so the the youngest of the oldest ages that you could be under this under this time. Yeah, I, whatever the the oldest he's he's willing to give me that, that year. So if he said the the limit's eighty, I would take eighty. If he said the limit is you know, 45, I would take 45. So it, giving yourself perhaps a chance to spend the last year of your life as a deaf man. Correct. Okay. Is, is that because, well, why is that? 65, I thought maybe uh, you'd be retired, so you don't, you wouldn't have to do lawyering deaf, but what, what is the reasoning behind just being as old as, as possible? Could you be least active at that time or? Well, one, it maximizes the chances that I'm dead before the, uh, the deafness kicks in. Okay. Uh, two, uh, but let's assume that I'm going to ma- survive and tell it. Two, I would think that um, I'm most likely to ar- already like begin to have hearing impairment later on in life anyway. So it's going to be the most kind of on par with my expectations. I mean, th- th- really, the only two would be like rip the Band-Aid off and do it next year. Mm-hmm. Right. And and or and, and and there's a lot of like there's a good argument for that. Because you say, okay, let's just get this done with. And then I wouldn't want so it constantly happy. looming over over yeah. your future. Yep. I won't have it like, yeah, exactly. Um, I won't have the dread of that that's coming. Right. Uh, but I, I don't, I think I would be able to function pretty well, um, assuming uh, that I've got uh, a deaf year coming at 65. Because, you know, I mean, I think it's going to be 
I'm probably going to have hearing problems later in life anyway. Okay. Uh, I've kind of already made peace with that. And so having it later would be more consistent with my existing expectation than to get it right now. Then there is the problem of I don't I don't want right now to have to do some have an issue come up that's going to make it very difficult to uh, to work. Yep. And uh, having to learn on the fly um, how to handle uh, that year while being deaf, I think would be difficult. Yeah, I think I might get it over with as soon as possible, just to just to get it get it out of the way. Also, being like old and deaf, I, I feel like being as young as I possibly could, I would handle it dangerous wise the the best you know like but being old i might want be more aware of like my surroundings if i'm driving or some shit like that you know like but who knows yeah who knows maybe maybe also like uh not bad in the you know in the pandemic like why why not get get rid of the bad stuff now yeah we just can. pile it all on uh, this time but i just think you know i, I don't know i i would basically i'd probably have to take a sabbatical at work and yeah uh, i don't think that's i wouldn't want to do it all right rush the next one you will experience the rest of your life blind to one of these things so just to one of these things so you're not going to be you're not going to be totally blind but you get to pick which of these things you will spend the rest of your life blind to okay here are your choices one the faces of your family Mm. number two the faces of your friends Number three, all screens, they will all appear blank to you. Any screen, any screen uh, that you look at will appear blank. The written word, you will no longer be able to see anything written. Street signs, books, whatever it is. Texts, no longer see the written word. Or all color, you will spend the rest of your life in black and white. So your choices again, you will no longer see the faces of your friends, faces of your family, all screens, the written word, or all color. Wow, great one, great one. Could be its own standalone situation. Really good one. Um, so you know, it's sadly it's never screens. Okay, okay I, like that's that that's that's last. I can't, I can't. Uh, I'm not going to pretend. For the sake of your family, able. Rush, you don't have to go through. You don't have to go through them all in order. You, I know. You just, okay. I just want my family to know that if it came down to them or the screens. I gotta, I gotta have the screens. I mean, can you imagine? I, I can't. That'd be I can't. Tough. That'd uh, be tough. So I would it's choose. it's why the written word is in here because I thought like, okay, you take all my movies or TV away, I gotta be able to read. Oh shit! What if you took reading away? Um, you know, would I be would I be all right? So, well, we'll find out how yeah, you feel. I, I mean, for me, it's gonna be. I'm gonna I'm gonna opt to go totally colorblind. So I'm in the full black and white okay. gray. Uh, not thrilled about that, obviously, but uh, uh, the others are all even worse. Did I give you too much of an out with that color, with all color? Because I, yeah, I, th- I was going to have a real tough time. Was was pretty happy that that one showed up at the end. Because yeah, I was really struggling because I don't understand. I I, I presume that the written word includes words on a screen. Yep. So I don't know how I would do my job if mm-hmm. I can't do the written word. So I was going to have to decide probably between family and friends, and there's a lot less family. Yep, that's what I, that's I was, what I was like, thinking. But then I, but then I'm like, well, that's that's terrible. I mean, what a terrible thing to think about. But also, like, I mean, I don't have kids, but if I had kids, I would never see their face. That would yep. be uh, that would be a tough one. Yep. So 
I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, how about this, dude? Family and friends, but I don't have to because I'm colorblind. Rush, you would you would spend your entire like dating and engagement period seeing your wife's face, and then the moment you were married, you wouldn't see her face anymore. How weird would that be? Yeah, probably wouldn't get married. Would probably that'd be, be like, hey, that'd be eccentric rough. billionaire. <laughs> uh, got you, got you tricked on I this. got a girlfriend, long time girlfriend. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what I should do is. Uh, yeah, just marry, marry somebody that has sever. children and not adopt them. <laughs> right. And sever yourself from your family, right? You, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. Get a severing or severance. Yeah, really or, go, yeah. go real legal on this. <laughs> right. Just kind of hammer it like, hey, uh, what, do you, what do you think about that? I don't have, I no longer have a brother. This is my uh. good friend, Wright Howell. He's such a friend. <laughs> so uh, I can see him. It's no problem. The last one, Rush. Uh, here you go. You are going to do amazing charity work for a particular group. You 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 are going to empathize so much with a group that you do amazing charity work. But to do so, you must experience their hardship, excluding death. So which one of these would you pick? Okay. Shark attack up to the point no, of no, dying. No, not going to. No, it will be a different one. Chased down by wolves. Oh, ripped apart this. up to the point of death. An alligator death roll or crocodile, you can pick, but you get one of those and spun. Bee sting to death, but, you know, obviously up to the point of death. One of those snake pit bonanzas where they just go, you go nutso in a in a big pit of like that variety pack of snakes, you know. <laughs> the stranglers and biters. And then others that just don't do anything but look menacing because there's hundreds of them all in a whole all oh, in a pit yeah. together. Yep. So you're going to do great work for one of these people, but you are going to experience what they experience minus the death, minus the death part. I, you know, I guess I will do the, uh, I'll get stung by the bee. I'll have a real, so I'm Lots of bees, lots and lots and lots of bees. So not like an allergic right. reaction to one. It'll be one of those crazy swarm uh, super bee action. Have had that happen to me. Got stung by probably about 150 bees. Wow, I didn't know at that. one time. Wait, how did that was, happen? What do you, I've never heard this. I've never heard this story. Uh, I was out for a walk, and uh, there was a beehive that had fallen off of a tree. Didn't see it. Wow. And uh, was I was probably, oh, gosh, I don't remember, but I, I think I was like 13, 14-ish <laughs> range. And I got stung so many times. Wow. I mean, just like ludicrous amount of bee stings. and kind of barely got home uh don't i don't have any like allergies to these things obviously i, I would have died um but you know i was just covered in welts and my oh. mom i remember putting me in a bathtub and just like pouring baking soda all over me and then we went to the hospital and and so forth i never and, heard that uh, baking soda for that yeah i don't know i don't know that baking soda did anything maybe but, she just felt like i gotta do something here let's put baking soda on the boy i know it's good for fires Right. We were all in a bit of a panic, you know, because I was like, I got stung by a lot of bees. I I mean, it was just like all over my face and hands and everything. Just a lot of bee stings. Maybe not 150, but it was, it was, I don't know. So many stings. I was, uh, I was kind of, I was hoping the story got real weird. Like I was out for a walk, ended up running into this guy. I was talking to him for a while. Didn't realize that he was made of bees. I mentioned it, (laughs) mentioned it to him, (laughs) made him furious. Uh, and he just, uh, he just yeah. opened up a can of whoop ass. <laughs> well, look, I, I've only told you about one of the three times that I was stung by 150. Right. right. Bee beard. There was, I decide to shave. Uh, they hate it. Um, 
was the other time I went to the, uh, yeah, I went to uh, New York, was in the back alley. There was a guy who was like, you want to play this three-card Monte? I was like, okay. And he's like, if you lose, you get stung by a bee. And I said, all right. Oh, great. Just I as lost. long as I don't move money. Got, you know, I keep I all my money. You're right. Got stung by a bee. He's like, play again? I was like, I, I guess so. He's like, you play again, you get stung by five bees. And I said, all right, I think I got you this time. His... His his roping you in was only you getting stung by only only less bees. That was that was him. That was his hustle. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a classic bee hustle. Well, this ain't bad. Just just a couple bee stings. That ain't too too shabby. Uh, All right, all right. Uh, I enjoyed uh, spending some time with the empathy amp. Maybe less so the eccentricity. Oh really? Um, so, TJ, uh, here's the situation. Yes. Uh, this is based off peach and mint, which are two mm. uh, you know, pretty well-known flavors. You bet they are. Um, so the situation is we're going to do something we haven't done before, and I am going to uh, run you through a computer ranker, uh-huh. and we are going to rank flavors. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I want you – this is just – we're going to make a profile of TJ's favorite and least favorite flavors. I picked 40 flavors Whoa. that I think are – pretty well-known flavors and when you're thinking about these flavors i want you to think of them in the context of like uh seltzer water okay uh yogurt okay maybe maybe like you might put them in a tea maybe they that you maybe a dessert or something so i didn't include like bacon as a flavor i didn't sure. include like salmon as a flavor these are this is like if you went and bought the bottle of like flavors and extracts to put into like i said you know Greek yogurt or uh, your your carbonated beverage of okay. choice or whatever. Um, so thinking about them kind of in that context, or maybe like Jelly Bellies, they make a lot of those, a lot of those sure. kind of flavors or whatever. Sure. Okay. Now, none of these flavors were intentionally picked Unpleasant. to be awful. Okay, great. These are all ones that are at least you know some people like. I mean, there are a few that I don't like much, uh, and we're just going to jam through this quickly. Okay, there's forty of them. Uh, and so you're going to have to do like a hundred choices probably. And then it's going to rank for us all 40 and going in, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to guess where out of the 40, do you think mint will end up and where out of the 40, do you think peach will end up? Okay. Out of 40, I think mint is going to end up, uh, like 34th. Okay. And I think peach. Mint, say so mint at 34. I think peach. I like peach. I think peach is going to end up 12th. Well, now not having seen the flavors, um, if you just have to make a guess, again, these are 40 p- fairly popular flavors. Try to do more or less the 40 most popular. What would be your guess going in? And, you know, you, you're obviously ultimately going to control this, but what would be your guess going in for what will finish number one and number 40? I think number one will be like a cherry. Cherry uh, will be another, either another fruit or a vanilla. Um, I do like real vanilla flavoring. And at the bottom is going to be something like, um, I don't know if you have it, but like licorice, black licorice flavor, which, you know, like it might be in there. If that's in there, that'll probably be last. All right. Are you ready to roll? This is, uh, I kind of like these rankers. Uh, I've never done this. So do I have to say like what number I put it at or just nope, like, I'm okay, just gonna great. I'm going to give you all, all, the only way it works is I say two things. 
You don't think about it for more awesome. than I mean you can. You think about it for a second and give your answer and we just keep doing awesome. pairings and it, it ultimately the algorithm will put it into a total top forty and you'll be able to ask where any of the flavors ended up on the I list. love it. That sounds cool. Great. Ready. All right. Away we go. It says heads up. You're going to rank 40 items. It will take an estimated 119 comparison. So if you hate this oh my situation gosh. And, you're, and you're viewing at home, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and fast forward. <laughs> I'm going to go fast. <laughs> uh, here we go. You ready? Yes. Watermelon versus pumpkin. Pumpkin. And you're always picking the one you like better, yep, right? Pumpkin. Uh, strawberry versus raspberry. Strawberry. Mint versus grape. Grape. Mango against caramel. Caramel. Coffee versus almond. Coffee. Black cherry versus peach. Black cherry. Orange versus maple. Ooh, orange. Green apple versus cola. Green apple. Passion fruit versus coconut. Coconut. Pumpkin versus grapefruit. Pumpkin. Watermelon versus grapefruit. Grapefruit. Red licorice versus root beer. Red licorice. Strawberry versus apple. Strawberry. Raspberry versus apple. Raspberry. Pistachio versus blueberry. Blueberry. Grape versus banana. Grape. Banana versus mint. Mmm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> mint. Ooh, it's not going to be 40. Uh, lime <laughs> versus cherry. Cherry. Caramel versus pineapple. Pineapple. Peanut butter against black licorice. <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> uh, coffee against kiwi. Oh, coffee. Almond versus kiwi. Kiwi. Cake batter versus honey. Cake batter. Black cherry versus chocolate. Black cherry. Peach versus chocolate. Peach. Lemon against butter pecan. Mmm, lemon. Orange versus hazelnut. Orange. Maple versus hazelnut. Maple. Tangerine versus vanilla. Ooh, shit. Nice. Dang. Vanilla. Green apple against blackberry. Blackberry. Pumpkin against coconut. Coconut. Pumpkin against passion fruit. I don't know if I have passion fruit in my head as a flavor. Pumpkin. Grapefruit, passion fruit. Passion fruit? Well, that's a that's that's a real knock <laughs> on grapefruit. Uh, <laughs> strawberry against red licorice. Ooh, oh, fudge. Red licorice is so damn good. Wow. Strawberry against root beer, less difficult. Strawberry, yeah. Uh, root beer against raspberry. Raspberry. Root beer against apple. Apple. Grape against blueberry. Blueberry. Grape against pistachio. Pistachio. Pineapple cherry. Cherry. Pineapple against lime. Pineapple. Lime against caramel. Caramel. Lime against mango. Lime. Peanut butter versus coffee. Coffee. Uh, peanut butter versus kiwi. <laughs> kiwi just to me tastes like me like blueberry. So uh, kiwi. Right. I hope it's kiwi against blueberry later. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Peanut, 
Almond versus peanut butter. Peanut butter. Almond versus black licorice. Oh, shit. Almond. Oh, what is that? Arsenic. Uh, <laughs> black cherry versus cake batter. Black cherry. Peach versus cake batter. Peach. Chocolate versus cake batter. Cake batter. Chocolate versus honey. Honey. Orange versus lemon. Orange. Lemon versus maple. Mmm. That is a real toss-up. Lemon. Ooh. Maple versus butter pecan. Maple. Hazelnut versus butter pecan. Butter pecan. Blackberry versus vanilla. V- vanilla. Blackberry versus tangerine. Blackberry. Tangerine green apple. Tangerine. Red licorice coconut. Red licorice. It's weird because red licorice is kind of like strawberry or cherry. It's a it's a weird one. Is it's mm-hmm. okay? Sorry, go ahead. Kind of got the best of both a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, kind of straddles the line and has a texture that I like because I, I like things that are basically like chewing on rope. <laughs> <laughs> well, red licorice is really it's all the <laughs> it's, it really it checks a lot of boxes for me. <laughs> uh, strawberry versus coconut. Coconut. Wow, that surprises me. I love to, love to see it. Love to see the surprise. Pumpkin mm. versus strawberry. Oh, strawberry. Pumpkin versus raspberry. Raspberry. Those two have been like peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. If, if one beats one, the yeah, other beats two. Is. <laughs> Apple versus pumpkin. Pumpkin. Apple versus passion fruit. Oh, I get it. Also, there's there's apple and green apple, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I got to separate those two because those are those are different. Um. Yep. Uh, apple over passion fruit. Yeah, we got black cherry and cherry. We got uh, passion fruit root beer. Passion fruit? Yeah, agreed. Uh, grapefruit root beer. Grapefruit. That's the bitter end right there. You got two <laughs> bitter bitter brothers. Uh, root beer, watermelon. Watermelon. Cherry blueberry. Cherry. But that's a good one. That's a fight. Pineapple blueberry. Wow, that's a nasty, that's a tough one right there. Uh, yeah. blue- this is probably for a spot in the top ten. Of blueberry. Pineapple versus pistachio. Pineapple. Pistachio versus caramel. Caramel. Pistachio versus lime. Shit. I've been I've been championing a lot of citrus. I don't ever seek out the pistachio flavor, but when I get it, I kind of dig it. Um I'll go with pistachio. Alright. Lime versus grape. This is like the dead mm. middle of the of the road, yeah. isn't it? I'm gonna go with lime over grape flavor is loses to lime Neither flavor. Is exciting. Yeah. Either yeah. exciting. Mango versus grape. I, you know what? Mango kind of confuses me too. I do not have the flavor of mango or passion fruit in my mouth, so I'm gonna go not mango. What was it? Grape? Yep. Grape. I'll, I'll go grape. Uh, mango versus mint. Shit. I know mint and I don't know mango. Mango. <laughs> uh, black cherry versus coffee. Black cherry is so damn good. I didn't know black cherry was going to be in here. I would have picked that as as the number one. That's going to be uh, maybe impossible to beat, except by perhaps cherry. Oh, it's going. Who knows? We don't know for sure. Peach versus coffee. Pesh. Uh, cake batter versus coffee. Hmm. Coffee. Cake batter versus kiwi. Cake batter. Kiwi versus honey. Honey. Kiwi versus chocolate. Kiwi. Chocolate versus peanut butter. 
Chocolate. Oh, what a great combo. <laughs> yeah, they should never be. I mean, there's a whole ad, a whole ad campaign of uh, chocolate. Vanilla versus orange. Wow, there's a mm, great polar flavor. Yeah, that's my, my top of the top of the list polar flavor. There it is. Oh, God, so good. I'm drinking uh, one right now. All right, orange versus vanilla. Right now, I'm going to say vanilla. Yeah, I think the vanilla is more important than the flavor, to be yeah. honest. Blackberry versus orange. Bl uh, oh, uh, blackberry. Uh, orange. Uh, lemon versus blackberry. Blackberry. Lemon versus tangerine. Tangerine. Lemon versus green apple. Lemon. Maple versus green apple. Maple. Butter pecan, green apple. Butter pecan. Hazelnut, green apple. I don't really know. Hazelnut, is a, and I'm kind of allergic to nuts. Green apple noses that shit out. I, I so accidentally tart. hit. <laughs> That's uh, okay. Uh, I know. I, it's all right. I can undo. They're the both going to be apple. near the bottom. No, the, green the, apple. All right. Now it's co cola versus hazelnut. Hazelnut. Cherry versus red licorice. Ooh, big battle. Wow. What are you going to do here? Jeez. We're way up in the winner's bracket. Oh, right this now. is. Yeah. A cherry. Wow. Uh, blueberry versus red licorice. Red licorice. Blueberry versus coconut. Blueberry. Coconut versus pineapple. Coconut. Pineapple versus strawberry. Another pineapple. great combo. Pineapple, yeah, pineapple. Strawberry versus caramel. Another interesting combo. Yeah, strawberry. Uh, caramel raspberry. R raspberry. Caramel pumpkin. Caramel. Pumpkin versus pistachio. Pumpkin. Pistachio versus apple. Now they're just they're just buttoning up their little. They're buttoning up yeah, their yeah. They're, um, they're tightening. They're yeah. tightening. They're they're circling in. We're, yeah. It's telling me we're seventy five percent. So it's getting close. Okay, apple. Uh, pistachio versus passion fruit. Pistachio. Passion fruit versus lime. 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 Uh, sorry, grape versus passion fruit. Grape. Uh, mango versus passion fruit. Oh, <laughs> the matchup of the unknowns. The unknowns. Um, uh, uh, passion fruit? All right. <laughs> mango versus grapefruit. Grapefruit. Mango versus watermelon. Watermelon? Mango versus root beer. Mango. Yeah, get out of there, root beer. <laughs> root beer versus mint. Do you not find Dr. Pepper a, a direct down the line root beer cola kind of combo? That's an interesting point. I, I don't really, I, I do hate root beer and I love Diet Dr. Pepper. So, I, but I, I can, I can see where you're, there's definitely some hints of it. Okay. But it, it gets past it. For me. Gotcha. Uh, mint, mint versus root beer. Oh boy, mint. Banana versus root beer. Banana. Vanilla versus black cherry. Oh, jeez. Louise. It just got so much character. I got to go with black cherry. It's got so much right. character to it, you know? Vanilla versus peach. Vanilla. Peach versus orange. Oh, on a day-to-day -day basis, give me that orange. Wow. Blackberry versus peach. Peach. Blackberry versus coffee. Blackberry. Coffee versus tangerine. Tangerine. Coffee versus lemon. Lemon. Coffee versus maple. Maple. Coffee versus butter pecan. Coffee. Butter pecan takes on cake batter. 
Butter pecan. Cake batter against green apple. Cake batter. Green apple against honey. Honey. Green apple against kiwi. Kiwi. Green apple against chocolate. Chocolate. Green apple against peanut butter. Peanut butter. Green apple against almond. Green apple. Almond hazelnut. Hazelnut. Almond versus cola. Almond. Cola versus black licorice. This is it. Ooh. Cola. Yeah, and it just stopped on that. <laughs> oh, here it is. Black cherry versus cherry. Unbelievable. I think for its universality, I'm going to go with cherry there. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, black cherry versus red licorice. Black cherry. Deeper. It's deeper. Red licorice versus vanilla. Red licorice. Vanilla versus blueberry. Vanilla. Blueberry versus orange. Blueberry. Orange versus coconut. Orange. Coconut versus peach. Hmm. Peach. Blackberry, coconut. Coconut. Blackberry, pineapple. Pineapple. Blackberry, strawberry. Blackberry. Strawberry, tangerine. Strawberry. Tangerine, raspberry. Raspberry. Tangerine, caramel. Tangerine. Caramel, lemon. Caramel. Lemon, pumpkin. Lemon. Pumpkin, maple. Pumpkin. Maple, apple. Maple. Those are near anagrams. Apple coffee. Apple. Coffee versus pistachio. Coffee. Pistachio versus butter pecan. These guys kind of got this in order now. Pistachio. <laughs> yeah, they're getting close. They're, it's, it must be triangulating. Uh, lime versus butter pecan. Mmm, butter pecan. Let's do that. I'd say that bar is about 90% full here. Cake batter, lime. Cake batter. Uh, lime, honey. Lime. Honey versus grape. Honey. Grape versus kiwi. Kiwi. Grape versus chocolate. Grape. Chocolate versus passion fruit. Chocolate. Passion fruit versus peanut butter. Oh, um, peanut butter. Passion fruit, green apple. Passion fruit. Green apple, grapefruit. Grapefruit. Green apple, watermelon. Watermelon. Green apple, mango. Mango. Green apple, mint. Green apple. Hazelnut, mint. This is going to be key for that 34 prediction. Mint. Hazelnut, banana. Hazelnut. Banana, almond. Almond. Banana, cola. Yikes. What Ooh, a terrible combo man. that sounds like. Banana. Cola, root beer. Cola. Root beer, black licorice. Root beer. We're done. My my early my other prediction of you of, of before this, if it wasn't black like if black licorice wasn't on there, it would have been root beer. Would have been my prediction for the bottom. I think they're thirty nine forty is my guess. So you predicted, yes, sir, that peach would be number twelve. It finished higher. It was number seven. Okay, it was, gotcha. 
Beach was number seven. You predicted that Mint would finish number 34. Yeah. Mint finished 34. No, get out of here. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> TJ, your top 10 flavors, if you want to like think about next time you're heading out. The let, let me see if I can guess. Cherry. Yeah. yeah, that's one. Black cherry. Yep, that's two. Red licorice. That was three. Orange. That's six. Vanilla. That's four. Raspberry. That is 12. Okay. Um, tangerine? Coco, coconut and pineapple. Well, both, uh, both in there. Coconut, and coconut was eight. Pineapple was nine. Okay. Blueberry was five. Uh, coconut, pineapple. Yeah. And I then like, your bottom ten. I like a lot of my fruits. For I like a lot of my my fruits did pretty did pretty well. Nuts, nuts and stuff are going to be near near the near the bottom near the bottom of this list. Yeah, your bottom ten was watermelon, mango, green apple, mint, hazelnut, almond, banana. Cola, root beer, and black licorice. I will say you and I are very similar overall in flavors. Um, there's not much that I would that I take major issue here. I would have pineapple and strawberry a bit higher. I would have uh, blueberry a little lower, not way lower. Um, and I might have like uh, chocolate and peanut butter. I, I like both of those better. That was very cool. What what was the nineteen and what or what was twenty and twenty one? Just so I get a sense of dead center of that pack. Pistachio was twenty. That's a, that sounds about right. So it went coffee, pistachio, butter pecan, cake batter. That's your nineteen okay. through twenty two. That's, that's your dead center. That seems like that's where that's supposed to be. And and the ones that I thought I would have predicted were like straight down Main Street are lime and grape, and they finished twenty three and twenty six. Okay. So not too far off on that. Great. That was very cool, that. man. That was very cool. I enjoy those rankers. All right, Rush. Um, here we go. Here's here's the situation for you. Here's the situation. I'd like you to imagine, Rush, that the Beatles broke up, but were all still alive. Okay. Someone had the idea to make the Beatles too. They each refused to do it together, but each would agree to be the only Beatle in Beatles too. Okay. What one Beatle, and in these following um, situations. What one element would you most want to retain to make a successful two version? Okay. Cool. So what, um, for example, the first one being Beatles 2, what one element are you going to keep from the Beatles to start like what would be an accurate kind of good Beatles 2? So you mean like which Beatle would I keep? I guess in this case it would be yes. Which one of the Beatles would you would you would you keep to make Beatles too? I think I would pick Paul McCartney would be okay. the Beatle that I would want. Even though Wings was no Beatles too, uh, that would be the one that I, I think I would pick. Okay. Um now this as opposed to Empire Strikes Back, you're gonna start a Star Wars two. What one character are you gonna maintain to build your Star Wars two around? I was always more intrigued by Han Solo than I was by Luke Skywalker. Me so too. Han, Han I was Solo. too, but do you have to keep Luke because the because it was around probably, him or probably okay. he is the he is the absolute center of it. Um but you know, I, I would have rather seen I, I think I would have rather seen if you're just re rebooting the whole thing, I'd rather see what Han Solo does. Although the Jedi are super cool. Just Luke Skywalker was not that charismatic. We all know yep, it. I hear him. All right, you're going to start a Marvel Universe 2 from scratch, except for one character you're going to pull over. What one character are you going to carry over to the Marvel Universe 2? You know, that's I, I'm not. I, I will preface this by saying I'm not like a, a 
huge Marvel fan. Um, and I know many, many people are, but I have seen almost all of the Marvel movies and I did know some of it going in. And they kind of built them. Am I right? Is it just because it's Robert Downey that they seemed to construct it around Iron Man? It was either around Iron Man or around Captain America. It seemed like they constructed it. Uh, Certainly the tent posts were like those two and then Thor, you know, for the early movies and everything. But the the Iron Man movie kicked off, you know, whatever they call it's not chapter one. It's, you know, arc one, whatever they, they, they have a name. For and it, it feels like they, they all meet at some sort of like either at Stark or at some sort of Stark construction, you know, yeah. like there's something that he built for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, he was so. at the center and that's why it all, you know, comes full circle for the in game and, and so forth. And then there were multiple arcs along the way, but, but now they go into whatever chapter two. Uh, but anyway, prior to the movies, I would have said Wolverine. Okay, but yep. but the movies, the movies made Iron Man so clearly the most interesting central character throughout that I would have to say now having having my my Marvel universe for me is is much more influenced by the movies than it was by you know prior media. Right, I would say uh, Iron Man. Okay, you're gonna go to the supermarket. The deli section is gonna have its deli meats too. What one are you holding over to kind of anchor the new? The new batch of deli meats. Pastrami. Keep a pastrami in okay. there. And I, I, I can I, I can always be okay with whatever ends up. That's so. funny because I would like the down the middles. I thought were like ham, turkey, roast beef. Nope. Okay, great. Um, days of the week. We're going to start new seven seven new ones except for except for the one carryover. What day of the week are you going to kind of use to anchor the new lineup? I don't want to lose Saturday. Love love a Saturday. Okay. I'd like to keep that one. All right. Um, Rush, uh, Atlanta, you're going to keep one element. This one gets a little more kind of uh, sort of it, it can it can be metaphysical if you want. It could, you know, like but you're going to keep one element of Atlanta for Atlanta two. what one thing about Atlanta would you definitely want to to keep as the kind of fence post to build around? Hmm. And I, I think like saying my family doesn't quite feel right. That's it's that, you know, so. So I'm going to build around Atlanta. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I think. <laughs> is there a neighborhood answer- that you particularly like or a building or, um, or, or something that you would say is definitely like Atlantinian that you just didn't, wouldn't want to sacrifice? Well, what, what I'm struggling with is I have my own personal experiences, you know, I, like I lived in Atlanta for 18 years and then off and on, you know, probably another five years worth of time um, from all the summers that I've been there, maybe, maybe even more than that. So I probably did 25 years in Atlanta. And of those 13 of those years, I was at school at Mm -hmm. the same school. So to me, like uh, my time in Atlanta will always be, you know, heavily, heavily influenced by that. Um, I, I also remember like there are a bunch of trails that I really enjoyed like running on um, when I was growing up. And so, and like some parks and stuff and some golf courses that I enjoyed and some tennis courts. And, you know, there's a country club that I used to go to. That's like, you know, a big part of my Atlanta memories, but like my school ultimately was, but at the same time, like if I was like only one thing can survive in Atlanta, it wouldn't be my, my high school, you know? Uh, so <laughs> So then I'd be like, well, I don't know. What do I, what do I like best in Atlanta? And that changes a lot because I'm not there all that often. Um, and when I was growing up, it was like, 
I don't know, like downtown was kind of a ghost town and now it's not, you know, the beltway is really cool. But for me, if I said the beltway, that would be a little weird because I've spent like four nights there in my life. Um, and so I, you know, I, I guess I would say like of an area, I like Midtown because I worked there for a little while. Uh, there's, well, it's a nice mix of kind of, uh, uh, you know, some, some bigger buildings with like really nice residential area and then Piedmont Park, this big park right over there. So I kind of like the Midtown area. Um, but it's also, I'm, I'm struggling cause that's not where I would live. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Let's just say the varsity. Okay. <laughs> Great. Varsity. I, I, perfect. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, mentioned him earlier, Harrison Ford movies. Is there going to be a Harrison Ford movies library too basically he gets to carry one movie over to this other dimension where he's going to have done all other other movies except for the one which one do you carry over as the harrison the fugitive. ford oh, okay harrison interesting ford. very cool keeping the fugitive uh, a lot of great harrison ford movies there may be some that are better than than that but I, there's just a part of me that thinks if i pick the last crusade or uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think that one is a one, three, two trilogy, by the way. Mm-hmm. But if I picked either of those, there would be part of me continuing on knowing that the other one, you know, doesn't exist. It would be frustrating. Yeah. Because I really, I really love both of them quite a bit. I, uh, I didn't put together a bracket for you this week. I was going to try and put together a winners and losers bracket of two movies for you. So that you could you could kind of go through your your movie trilogies that are two one Whoa, two yeah. one threes and but also like the the th- the one three twos so that it would really like what's the worst of the twos and the best of the twos from those from those two different ways your trilogies can move. Um, here's a band you're a favorite you're a, you're um, a fan of. You two songs. They can only keep one, and then they're going to start a brand new catalog. What do you think is the the pole, the the the, the tether U two song to hold to the pole? Great question. My favorite U two song is one from Octung Baby, but I don't know if they only had one song. Ironically, should it be one or not? Um, I kind of think that like Sunday Bloody Sunday or. Uh, Where the streets have no name, yeah, kind of feels to me a little bit more like just quintessential. I YouTube. think so. I think I think for for my fandom, I th- it feels like, and maybe this is the time when it peaked for me. Like it does feel like it has to come from around that Joshua Tree, unforgettable fire time, right? Like it, it, is it because yeah. even like that Zuropa stuff, it got a little or Octung Baby felt like th- these might not be quintessential or you know like as indicative of of them as as that time might have been, you know. Yeah, I think, look, there's a big debate within the uh, U2 fans, you know, and I think it usually centers between uh, Octung Baby or Joshua Tree. There's a pretty clean divide. Uh, Octung Baby took them in a different direction. I think Octung Baby is the best album they ever did. I think Joshua Tree is the second best. And I think that, uh, but I do think if I'm thinking iconic U2, like With or Without You is my second favorite U2 song, probably. Mm -hmm. It's, but that's a little too slow. And, you know, I mean, I, I think I want like, I think I want where the streets have no name is what I'm going to go. Okay, with. and then, and and in this other dimension, they'll have to be called U four because no one's going to want to call them U two two. The NFL, right. they're going to restart the NFL. One team, they carry over one team to anchor the NFL two. What one team gets to uh, gets to stick? 
Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing a Buffalo Bills shirt right now, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think that's I, I don't I can't in good in good faith say that that's the right answer. <laughs> uh, there's just something to me about even though I, I cheer against this team more off. Well, that's not true, but I, I'm not a fan of this team. Put it that way. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to keep one NFL team, to me, I think maybe it's just the Lombardi factor, but yeah. I'm going to say the Packers. I hear you. I, I like that they're owned by their fans. I like that, you know, they, they play in the middle of kind of nowhere, and it's just like it's a city that that, that doesn't care but about the NFL. Um, and, and even though they're not – they don't have the Patriots or the 49ers or the Cowboys – uh, legacy quite they still have a pretty good legacy so i'm gonna say the packers it's weird when i was like, thinking I live in chicago i was Yikes. thinking about this myself like for some reason dallas even though they're america's team it didn't hit my radar it was it was like packers bears giants kind of something like something like that like old and cold is what it what it felt like it, it should have been you know um yeah i'd like to say the bears man i'd like i mean that's the one chicago team that i really do try try to cheer for and, yeah. and you know have have, have become a, a fan like I, I always cheer for the bears uh maybe if they played the bills in the super bowl I'd cheer against them but i always otherwise cheer for the bears but uh i i don't know i, I just think there's something there's something a little more special about the packers to me yeah sorry um, sorry everybody that I'm <laughs> the this one we've, we've talked i think i know what you're gonna say here but i don't know i don't know what you're gonna f- feel as the anchor they're gonna start they're gonna scrap all the casino games except for one um what one yeah. are they gonna keep and build and build off of for new new casinos well, look I, i'm gonna be selfish and mm-hmm. i'm gonna keep craps okay. because i've gotten to where i i don't play a lot of the other games but but if if instead i want like you know, I mean, it would be blackjack if I'm picking for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, that feels like a really anchor, a real anchor game. You know, like also yeah. in a weird way, like well, poker is there too. If they get rid of poker, that's a that's a weird a weird thing to do too. But a, a, a crap table, outside of like watching early James Bond movies, and it was always baccarat, baccarat, baccarat. Like a crap table looks like something that should be in a damn casino. It's got yeah dice and chips flying, and there's a stick. And, you know, and like money's moving on every on every toss. Like it, it feels very active and casino and buoyant more so than even the liveliest of blackjack tables act. And and yeah. often they're not very lively. One, one day I'll do a situation about this because it's just making me think there have been a few like love at first sight things for me in my life that, that, that aren't like the traditional love at first sight. You know, mm-hmm. when you meet your your spouse or whatever, but, uh, one of them was craps. Like when I was going through like my first casino and walked in and I was just like, what is Boy, this? Yeah, How does what it are work? they and, doing? And I remember thinking like, wait a second, you're allowed to place like multiple of these bets. And, you can do this <laughs> and, and I just, I just loved it right away. And I was like, I, I, I want to play that. Somewhere, you know, and I'll give you the last one here. There's going to be a rush howl too. What do they? What do they keep from this model uh, and build and build around for uh, for the Rush Howell too? I, I, I guess I would say uh, a sense of humor. I hope would be, I guess, would be lifted and moved on, and Great. hopefully, I would still find myself amusing. I think it's a fine building uh, block right there, my man. All right, so TJ, yes, uh, this one's going to be built off of uh, imp. Okay, great. Uh, here's the situation. Hit me. You 
are putting the devil on your shoulder to some tough tasks. Okay. Where the devil's going to be a little confused which shoulder he's supposed to go on. We all know uh, the old, you know, cartoon, there's an angel on one shoulder mm-hmm. and a devil on the shoulder, right? Yeah. And we all know that if it's like, should I eat this pint of ice cream right. or, or do the push-ups, you know that the devil is saying eat the pint, eat of, it, yeah. pint of ice cream and the angel is saying do the push-ups. You know if it's like, hey, should I, you know, get out of bed today and uh, do all the tasks that I'm supposed to? Or should I just lay here and watch uh, movies on my iPad? You know, the devil's like, lay, lay yeah. in bed, lay in bed. But I want to give you a few where I sometimes don't know which shoulder the devil's on for me and which shoulder the angel's Like, on. should I wear four pairs of underwear today? Sure. Well, I don't know which shoulder. I don't know who's saying. But I think both the angel and the devil, like, throw their throw their hands up and say, I, I, I don't know, man. Freebie. Right. They're just you. This is this one's just you. No input from no input from your from your shoulder imps today. Exactly. So I just want you to tell me which which shoulder is the old is the imp gonna gonna figure his way over to All right. on these things. I love it. All right. It's uh it's eleven AM. You've already taken care of a couple things in the morning, but you were supposed to clean the apartment today and you were also supposed to get a good workout in. Mm. Which one is the devil hopping on your shoulder saying, you know, ah, you should work out or ah, just clean mm. that apartment. Clean good, the apartment. good one. That's, this is nice. This is, this is a devilish little one. The devil is saying you should go work out. Cause okay. the, the so house you really should clean that apartment. But the, the devil yeah. The, the apartment cleaning. I, I, uh, man, I don't know if I've lived alone since I was an RA in college. So I've always had a roommate and now I have a, a, a spouse. So the cleaning of the apartment would have always benefited someone else as well as, as me. And so that seems more, more valiant. Got it. Well, that might influence this next one or it might not. Okay. Uh, now it's, uh, it's, it's uh, 6 PM. Okay. And you, you've had a fairly productive day. Good. And you're, you're deciding whether. And a reasonable you- lunch, I hope. I, I, a I okay, lunch. a sensible, yes, sensible. That's a sensible it, right. lunch. <laughs> but now you must decide whether to sit down and uh, read a few chapters of a book that you've been putting off too long. Okay. Or go to the grocery store and and get a little bit ahead on uh, on supplies uh, for the house. Hmm. I think it does. I think that does. Having having living with someone does affect that a bit. It feels the more valiant thing or the right, the more correct thing to do is go go get ahead on that grocery shopping. That does that okay. does seem like the so the, the right devil's thing like just just read a little and improve yourself. <laughs> yeah, broaden your horizons. Yeah, because also I quite often and maybe it's I don't know if it's this kind of book, but reading for me is an escape into another another world and that feels more like a private brain thing whereas the grocery sh- grocery store shopping also keeps me here keeps me now keeps me in walking in in this world that that I'm in and also probably taking care of my body and mind in a in a way that I would need so all right um so maybe this one doesn't this one's just maybe for you then okay and this is um you are uh, you've got kind of a lazy Sunday and Beth is out of town. Okay. And uh, you you had two things that you wanted to do, but you kind of blew them both off and now you're only going to be able to do one. All right. And that is either get your laundry done 
or take care of some non-urgent phone calls that you've put off for longer yeah. than you should have. Uh, the phone calls. Devil's going to say do the laundry. Yeah. Okay. So devil's like, get it, get, get, uh, you got to wash that. Don't you want clean you socks? And so <laughs> don't you want some clean, clean sweaters? <laughs> <laughs> you were, you're wearing the same thing you did yesterday. <laughs> and I would tell you, this, uh, it's because I can tend to isolate and, um, and the, the laundry would, would keep me in that, in that sometimes more comfortable isolation where, uh, the other one would have me reaching out. So, okay. Uh, you uh, you did you did a hard workout in the morning and you're proud of yourself. Great. For that. Um, but you have you got probably three hours of work that you need to do before lunch. Okay. And you're sitting around. You you, you got rid of your sweaty shirt, but you're sitting around in like some uh, some uh, you know other clothes that you sweated in a little bit because you haven't taken a shower. Does the devil tell you to uh, go go take a shower? Or does the devil tell you to get to work? Devil says go take a shower. I'm fine. I'm uh, yeah. I'm, I'm fine to I'm fine to work a little bit in a slightly sweaty shirt. <laughs> uh, what about devil's? Uh, which which side does the devil hop on? Where um, uh, it's it's just after lunch and uh, you've got uh, only probably uh, an hour hour and a half uh, to get some stuff done before Beth comes back and you guys have have plans for the rest of the day. Okay. Um, you have a writing project with an indeterminate deadline that you've pushed off and been pushing off and pushing mm. off, or uh, you need to sort through your mail and uh, pay some bills that aren't aren't due tomorrow, but you know, uh, regularly scheduled kind of bill maintenance. Which one is the devil telling you uh, you ought to do, and which one is the angel saying you need to get done? Mm, devil says do the bills. That's that's yeah, pretty easy. Fill in some blanks. I know what lines the what words go on what lines there. The angel says, "Push yourself, go and try and write this thing." You've been putting yeah, it off. Yeah, now and putting it it's off. interesting though that that one that one the devil uh, pushed you towards the one that could help both you and Beth by <laughs> you sorting the mail and paying the bills. Uh, but yeah, okay, all right. Um, here's one. Um, it's but I'm Saturday. I feel like the writing project is where I get the money to pay the bills from. It feels like I'm okay. I'm I'm gonna you know I'm, I got to cash a check. Before I can start writing them. Uh, it's, it's Saturday. You've got, you've got clearance, uh, but it looks like it might rain, but it might not. Okay. A friend of yours that you haven't seen in a while has asked you to go to lunch. Uh, that's about 45 minutes away. Oh, okay. Or. Uh, and you know, they live out in a suburb. You haven't seen them in a while. Great. Uh, but also you're, you're way behind on like some, some non-grocery, but some basic errands that you, you've been kind of pushing off and you told Beth you would do yesterday and you didn't do yet. Mm. And here you are. Does the devil tell you to cancel your lunch uh, with your friend or does you, does the devil tell you to, uh, uh, go see your friend and uh, and be another day behind on those chores. The devil says cancel. The devil says cancel the lunch. That's yeah, a, he's yeah. like, what are you doing? You you've, you got to pick up. You got to pick up those paper towels. Rolling like, meadows. You know, go out to Arlington Heights. We don't do that. We don't do those things. <laughs> cancel the lunch. Number one, you don't uh, eat lunch. Number two, you don't go to Palatine. <laughs> <laughs> does it change? Does it change if? Uh, if uh, instead of going to going to have lunch, it's going to play golf. What does the devil tell you to do at that point? Oh, devil definitely says go play golf. <laughs> yeah. Devil. I don't know. That's golf you know, is the devil's been, game. What if you? But what if you already told your friend you would play golf? 
I, I just can't get past the fact that it feels like golf is the devil's game. <laughs> I can't, it feels like, feels so, so uh, self-indulgent that it feels like it's, it is made for the, made for the devil. All right. Well, that was it. That was oh, uh, very some, nice. Uh, trick the devil on your shoulder. All right. I'll, uh, this one it might be a quick one. This is usually the, the, this is one of the more, more thinkers, but maybe it won't be. So here's the situation, Rush. We have a friend in common by the name of Noah Gregoropoulos. And Noah Gregoropoulos, this is off of Peach. Um, he's a um, cl- kind of a classic curmudgeon. He would say he would say so of himself that he is he is can, can be can be a crank. Um, so back in the day, it might have been there might have been a sh- I think it was around this show called Jazz Freddy, but I'm not positive. Um, he, there was it was either like Keckner or Brian Stack or whatever were handing out nicknames, and they were usually ironic. Noah's nickname that he received at the time was Peaches, you know, because he was so because he was so sour <laughs> that, yeah. you know, like that they thought it was funny to like, oh, Peaches. The moment I heard that, that was all all I wanted to call him and still I, do. I have never heard him called Peaches except by you. Yeah, but I've heard many, many times. <laughs> I did not want that nickname to die when the you know, when that show died. So I resurrected it and I and I tend to call him, I would say 95% of the time I call him Peach or Peaches. Um so here this is my question, Rush. Um do you have an opinion on the ironic nickname? And in a bigger sense, what do you think goes into a great nickname? Also, do you have a friend of yours whose nickname is like what you would consider like this is a perfect nickname and this is why this is a perfect nickname? Oh, I, I love it. I love a good nickname. I do too. Uh, I don't think I I don't think I generally speaking like the ironic nickname, but that's probably because the one that just sticks out to me it's always like slim. Yep. Yep. That's know? a classic and, and example. I, I'll tell you, man, maybe other people feel differently about it, but like, I don't know why people think people will like it when you call him big guy. Yeah. Right. So I, I get called big guy, you know, a lot by people, like, you know, Hey, big guy. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't like it. I don't like it. I yeah. don't know you, and you know, like why, why would anybody? So I agree. Uh, I, I think I could get more on board with the ironic nickname if it was not, if it, if it could not be perceived as pejorative, if it was like calling a, a black haired guy red. I could probably get on board with that, you know, like it's, it's not cute enough for me, but I hear you with, with the ironic nickname, just calling yeah. someone an opposite is so unclever. And if it could also have the implication of being cruel, then it seems like that is not something that should be in a, in a, a part of a good nickname. Yeah. I, I, and I don't really know kind of when it works and why it works and whatever. I mean, I nicknamed my, my one, buddy mike i call i i, I gave him his nickname of, of czar of the bay and now i only mm-hmm. call him czar yeah my phone is czar i love i love that name and like pr- pretty much everybody in the all sports fantasy league calls him czar yeah or the czar now i um, handed out one nickname no one else has has ever picked up on it but it's one of my favorites it's our our friend brad morris um brad morris obviously his initials bm when i was growing up i don't know if this was a national flavor but it were b&m baked beans was one of the one of the and so i call him beans beans <laughs> or beansy and for whatever reason it seems in my head it fits brad perfectly that he sure. is a guy who should be called beans or beansy um but it's like neither ironic too. nor entirely appropriate it seems like <laughs> I just I, I kind of like the nickname Beans though it's just, it's a throwback type yeah. feel you know it feels <laughs> right. like you're in like some you know some movie gang from the sure yeah 50s I don't know or whatever I don't know um, ask Beansy 
Beansy's coming around. Ask him. Yeah, yeah. I named uh, nicknamed another friend of mine the Crim Dog, which was, uh, <laughs> it was a little complicated, but he was uh, he did really well in criminal law, but also uh, he was a, a cop at the time. He's now a federal judge. Uh, so like and, McGruff, uh, it was a, was it a takeoff on McGruff? Yeah, it was yeah. a takeoff of McGruff uh, because his last name started with Mick, so it was like. He, wow. he, he wasn't McGruff, but he, he, he McFadden. Right. Okay. So was close enough. There's a lot going on and there, yeah. And then he had, like, he was a cop, and he did well in criminal law, so it all kind of came together for the Crim Dog. And uh, <laughs> everybody called him the Crim Dog for a long time. Uh, I think he liked it. I think he liked it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man, where... Um, so if you're building this recipe, is it like, I mean, that's specific to him, right? There, there was, yeah. there was elements that made it like, okay, this is unique. This is not just calling a dude, you know, like, you know, you know, bozo for no, for no good reason. It's, it's, it's pieced yeah. together. Um, it's, it sounds pretty compliment. It's kind of like cool. Both czar and crim dog are kind of cooler, complimentary nickname, yeah. right? It's, it's like putting something on someone that they wouldn't mind walking, walking around with. Um, yeah. and fun, right? Is that, like, is that another element of the recipe? It's kind of like fun. It's like comes off the mouth fun. Crim dog is sound is fun on the tongue. It's fun to say. Yeah. It's fun to say, be like crim dog. And then, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I do think like a good nickname, like the person has to want to wear it, you yeah. know? Yep. Otherwise like it, it's, uh, that's no fun. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think it's like lightning in a bottle, uh, you know, I think I remember I've probably tried several others, but you don't remember the ones that you tried and failed. Um, and, yeah, I would say most of my friends don't have nicknames like the, the having the full on nickname is is more rare. And I, I think it's, you know, I think it's pretty it, good if, it's, if you earn your way to that. I think it's weird that our friend Andy St. Clair, who has hung around with dudes who seem like they should be handing out nicknames all the time. And Andy seems so nicknameable that he yeah. doesn't have a nickname. One of my favorite nicknames, and I think it was given to him by like either Andy or Alex or you or one of the guys who knows him better. I called Danny Mora, uh, our friend Danny Mora, LT. And it's because I was told at one point that one of his nicknames was El Tasty. And yeah. I love, like, that seemed so right because the dude, it was self admittedly, would loved flavors and foods and trying things and eating things. So, like, and he's of Latino heritage. Danny is Colombian, I think, by by Colombia. by ethnicity. Yeah, and so El Tasty seemed like, oh, that that fits a dude. It's appropriate to Danny. It's fun. I think he liked it. I I believe he liked it. Um, and so I call him LT as a, you know an abbreviation. Um, cause I don't want to call him, you know, Tasty in front of a lot of people where people don't know him. I love I love El Tasty. What yeah. a great name. Yeah, so a funny story on that on Andy uh, is um, in the All Sports Fantasy League, he tried to give himself a nickname. Uh -huh. Can't which, do it. One or two people. Can't do it, right? He's, so he's such a nice guy, so likable that a couple of people. But I was like, no, 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 you can't do can't that. Can't do it. So Because, yeah, like, I don't remember how. It's like in Cheers when Cliff said he wanted to give himself the nickname Courteous Cliff, and they were surprised that it didn't stick. <laughs> yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I maybe I've told you this story. I don't on this podcast. Sorry if I have, but my friend Kevin McTeague, who talking about great names, he doesn't need a nickname, mm -hmm. right? You just got when your last name is McTeague, yeah. you've already got it. But uh, he had a buddy named Chris Benson, and Chris Benson was in a fraternity. And, uh, like the lights were off and they were, you know, it was like, uh, the beginning of animal house where they give you your pledge name or whatever. Okay. So they're calling out all of the, all of the names for everybody. I don't know what McTeague's name was, but it gets Chris Benson. And they're like, all right, what's Chris's nickname? And, and one of the uh, guys yells Cobra. 
and uh, it turns out it was it was Benson and yelled it for himself. And Nick, <laughs> nicknamed himself Cobra. All the other names were like kind of lame, but he wanted to be Cobra, and so they still call him Cobra to this day. Good for him. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did I interrupt the uh, Andy St. Clair story? Did something happen? There oh, was... oh, but he, yeah, he, he nicknamed himself Andy St. Cool, which I was like, oh, no, no. God. He can't call no. himself that. It's also kind of lame. I don't like it. No, so no, no. No, you because what do you even call him? St. Cool at some is that yeah, is that what you no call thanks. him? St. Cool or just no. cool? Like that that doesn't work. Doesn't happen. No, good, good, good veto on that. Uh, I shut that one down. Uh, yeah, but you know, well, a couple people still still use it. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Rich? You got one more? All right. Well, we got a big one here, TJ. Oh, boy. Uh, we off of two, TWO. Yes. We're, here's the situation. Yep. I believe this is the eighth round out of ten for Champion of Champions. Oh, my God. Really? Champion of Champions. This series of champions are juniors. juniors. Okay. So they juniors. are number two uh juniors uh for those that don't know champion of champions is a game that, that we play where uh you know the, the tagline is you, you don't have to uh, uh outrun the line you just gotta outrun your friend it's 10 champions from a, a given area that are pitted against one another in random semi-random tasks and uh with each task you eliminate the worst champion so it doesn't matter who did the best just matters who did the worst that person is out They'll go through eight rounds. We'll eliminate uh, eight, and it'll be down to just two. And then the final two go head-to-head in a best two out of three. And we will declare one of these the best junior, the champion of the juniors. And then that champion will go into TJD's not that far away, champion of champion Mm. of champions, where we get ten head-to-head. But uh, you ready for the names of these here uh, champions? Yes, sir. Hit me. Okay. Sammy Davis, Jr. Yep. John F. Kennedy Jr. Okay. Cal Ripken Jr. All right. And and only because you're such a big baseball fan, I had to do two baseballers. We got Ken Griffey Jr. All right. Who might have a leg up because he he's just known as Junior. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we got Cuba Gooding Jr. All right. When I was trying to guess who you'd come up with, I wrote down Cuba, Ken, and Sammy Davis. So I'm glad I I, I hit on all three. Sometimes I whiff. We got Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, MLK. We got uh, Robert Downey Jr. I want to be clear. All these people, they need to have junior regularly in their names. So yeah. like Robert De Niro is a junior, but I don't care. Like, I didn't don't know that. Robert De Niro Jr. And in fact, I was going to include Floyd Mayweather because he is pretty well known as a junior, but he, he doesn't always go by junior, mm-hmm. so he didn't make it. All right. Um, so uh, Mel Kuyper Jr., okay. NFL draft analyst and uh, curse word in the Howell House. Not well liked. Okay. And he he he, uh, he defamed my father on national television. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Called him a holdout agent during, ah. uh, during Emmett Smith's draft. Said that maybe my dad representing Emmett was hurting his draft stock. So that was not well received in the Howell household. Well, he's going to go uh, out early. He's going out early from this thing. Well, no. Who knows? He might do great. Uh, Freddie Prinz Jr. Okay. Freddie Prinz Jr. is in there. And uh, we're going to end it with, uh, you know, we're going to do, just for fun, Ed Bagley Jr. Oh, love me some Ed Bagley Jr. Huge fan of saying elsewhere. uh, Apologies to Harry Connick Jr., Dale Earnhardt Jr., uh, Hank Williams Jr., Mm. and Louis Gossett Jr. All all close, but no cigar. 
to make this list of juniors. So you got those 10? I've named 10, right? Yes, you did. Cooper Gooding, Ken Griffey, Sammy Davis, JFK, Cal Ripken, MLK, Robert Downey, Mel Kuyper, Freddie Prinz, and Ed Begley, all with junior afterwards. All righty. And away we go. First task. Yes, sir. There is a nuclear device. Okay. Every morning at 8 a.m. sharp, someone needs to change the water and coolant to avoid disaster. There's a five-minute window. You just got to come in. It's not hard, but you got to be there every day, 8 o'clock, like clockwork. Can't miss it. Who is the worst person I out of this group? I tell you, babe, I was out too late with Frank and Dino. Didn't get up <laughs> in time, babe. So we got to say goodbye to Sammy as much as it hurts me. Sammy Davis Jr.'s lifestyle is not conducive to getting up and and, and being yeah. in this one one five-minute window. Big problem. He's just not reliable. Yeah, He's just not yes. responsible enough. Could have done wonderfully at many of these other tasks. Yeah. But, uh, and maybe just the, maybe the impression I have is wrong because they also say like Dino was just drinking apple juice. I don't quite buy it. You know, I, I think I think these guys did like did like to party. So uh, so unfortunately, and as much as I do, he's one of he's one of my favorite guys on this list. I'm, I got to say goodbye to Sammy Davis. Yeah, would have loved to have seen him go deep. He might have, but that's the problem with mm-hmm. championship. You just never know what the task is. Uh, second one up, though, uh, you've been reading uh, to your niece the Harry Potter book series. Okay. Really having a good time doing it. Uh, but another obligation has come is, is come in. It's going to take you away for a day. And uh, these champions are going to serve as your replacement. You want them to come in and do as good a job and as fun a job as possible. You want your niece. You're not worried about them making you look bad for the future. Yep. You just want your niece to enjoy it as much as possible. Who's the worst choice out of this group of champions I, to uh, do that? All the actors stay. And and as much as I wanted this guy to be more charismatic, I just find him dull as a stump. Cal Ripken Jr. is going to do a bad job at this. Can we, can we though, while we, while we kiss Cal Ripken goodbye, can we just agree? No one would have been better at making sure that that nuclear device Got water to cool <laughs> at 8 a.m. He would have been day. there. <laughs> he would have been there. If he could have died and still held the job, Cal Ripken would have done better than other people. <laughs> he, yeah, he would yeah. have been phenomenal. Who who else was in the running uh, to as worst reader there? Oh, Mel Kuyper, I think, uh, doesn't have doesn't have more than one voice. And I think like you get page three of that same voice is that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. I think Ed Begley Jr. would kill it kill it that dude i've yet to see the thing that that dude doesn't do at 110 percent. that that guy had like a green car he had like a, an, an electric car in like 1984 you know like it was running off of like duracell batteries he, he couldn't go more than you know like his end of his block still hadn't had a you know had a, a green car but yeah so ed begley would have been numero uno there i also think like and and this is why I wasn't wasn't like automatically just like okay let's just just pick from the athletes. I think Ken Griffey Jr. is charismatic and fun enough that he would have done a great job with it too. But Cal yeah. just seems like kind of a dull kind of a dull yeah. dull stump. Not not sure. He would, I, I, I can't disagree with you. Um, all right, this third one's a little little odd here. All right, buddy. Subjective, different feel to it. I mean, they're all subjective. But, okay. Um, this one is you're going to go in with someone. On a hundred Powerball tickets. Okay. Who do you least want to be your partner that you're uh, that you each buy uh, the fifty Powerball tickets with, for whatever reason? Okay. Who I least want to? Here's where I say goodbye to Kuiper. 
And, and and I'll tell you, like the two I was close to, and oddly enough, they have almost identical hair. Was JFK Jr. and Mel Kiper Jr. JFK Jr. I decided like because when those when Kennedys have bad luck, it's really bad luck. Yeah. But until that day, they have really phenomenal, you know, some like phenomenal uh, turnouts for them. That's right. Uh, but um, Mel, I think, is going to drive me fucking crazy about it. Like, let me see those again. Well, you know, like, do you yeah. think we got good ones? Why, why are we doing quick picks? Let's pick them all. You know, let's let's do this logically. Let's do one, five. You know, like, I think he's going to be checking in and way too, way too hyper uh, vigilant about yeah. the whole thing. He's also by far, I think, the most likely to sue you. Oh, yeah, in, absolutely. In you actually hit something pretty that's big. Great. And he's like, well, actually, uh, the ticket that won was one of the, my 50. Right. That's, that's a great call. Yeah. So he's he's Gonski. Mel Kuyper out. All right. So all we got left at this point, John F. Kennedy Jr. Yes. Ken Griffey Jr. Freddie Prinze Jr. Yep. Cuba Gooding Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. Ed Bagley Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yes. A couple of those juniors really just sliding through so far. Mm-hmm. Almost no mention. Oh, like Freddie Prince is a Freddie Prince is a zero to me, but like, but that that helps him not be a negative. You know what I mean? Like, so he is yeah. just sort of skating by on on some of these. But I, I don't think this world is long for Freddie Prince Jr. Well, let's see how he does with the New York Times Thursday crossword. Because oh, next up, okay. all these guys got to do the New York Times Thursday crossword. Who takes the longest to get it done? Get Freddie Prince Jr. out of there right now. You can you can get rid of him right now. All right, adios to Freddie yep. Prince Jr. I don't know. He's you know you got a interesting career with Freddie Prince that he ended up doing the uh, wrestling stuff. You know, did you know that? Didn't know that. that. Coda, Coda to his career, he became like a writer for WWE type wrestling. Stuff. I had no idea. I lost track of him after Scooby Doo, and I didn't see Scooby Doo. He was Fred, right? <laughs> was he Fred? Uh, yeah, I think he was in there. Weird pick, right. weird pick for Fred, by the way, too. But yeah, I, I, that, that's don't know, didn't know, didn't know anything since then. All right, um, this one is getting is getting pretty interesting here because next up, this is one of my favorites is you're on a date, Cyrano de Bergerac style. You're the good looking kind of dolt who, like in Cyrano de Bergerac or in Roxanne, you have the the smart but but you know, in, that, in those cases, like less attractive, but it doesn't matter attractiveness here. But you have a smart person who's really good with words, yeah. who's funneling you poetry and, and, you know, pick up lines, however you want to think about it, but they're, they're piping it in, you know, via an earpiece to you yep. so that you can, uh, so that you can impress uh, your date. Uh, who is the, who is the worst person okay. uh, to do this? this we the, know it's not Martin Luther King. No. Probably the best extemporaneous speaker of all time. This is a, there's, there's a line drawn right down the middle. Three rest on one side, three rest on the other side. So the guys I would definitely not part with for this situation are JFK Jr., MLK Jr., and Robert Downey Jr. I, those yep. all They're all staying. So it comes down to Cuba, Ken, and Ed Begley Jr., I, I am probably giving the benefit of doubt to Ed Begley Jr. because I don't want to see him go yet. I think I'm going to get some bad advice some from Cuba Gooding Jr. I think I think he's going to have me playing a game. I cannot I cannot win on this one, and so I'm going to say goodbye to Cuba at this point. I like that. That's kind of interesting because the, I would have thought about. I probably would have eliminated from the ones you had there, Ken Griffey, just assuming that he might be the least. Uh, 
you know, most of these people are trained actors or trained uh, public speakers. Yep. And Ken Griffey is a little bit. And all of these guys are going to be pretty good at this, I think, honestly. Yeah. But I didn't think about the angle of like Cuba Gooding. Just I mean, that guy probably has a different level and type of confidence. Yeah. And he might just put you in some spots that you're not. Yeah. I think I think he's just. Yeah. I'm just it's not a game that. And that's kind of why Ed Begley like, oh, if he plays a nerd game, you know, if his dating game is a nerd game then I can actually maybe pull that off. I'm, I'm closer to that than I think a game that Ken, a Cuba Gooding. And then I, for some reason, Ken Griffey just dealing with like, I gave him uh, the benefit of like, uh, he probably deals with crowds and, and, you know, is easy like talking to people and just saying, Hey, what's going on? How you been? You know, like that kind of stuff. So that even if this isn't like a really successful date, then he can also help me just keep a light, a light attitude. I think Cuba's going to put me in a ladies man position that I just, I might not be able to execute. All right. Good. Uh, so we, uh, we, we, we move on to the sixth task, which is um, uh, RIP Alex Trebek. Yep. They ultimately decide mm. Ken Jennings is not the guy to uh, lead uh, into the next generation of Jeopardy. And they're going to give uh, each of these uh, guys a, uh, a one week trial to see uh, uh, who, who might be the next host of Jeopardy. Uh, interested who you think comes in dead last in terms of he's, Jeopardy hosting performance. He's a reverend. He's a doctor. He's a junior. He's not Jeopardy host. MLK, uh, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make it through the, doesn't make it through this particular audition. That's just the wrong. I, I thought MLK was, was probably going to skate through most of these, but that is, that does feel like one where, uh, yeah. Just first of all, what a waste! Of, I mean, nothing against Alex Trebek. No, nope. but what a waste of the guy's talent to put him in there <laughs> hosting Jeopardy. Yeah, like it, uh, with Jeopardy, the game, the game really does the work, you know. Like, and so, and so, I think MLK just even if he tries to hem it back way back in, I think he still puts too much flavor on the on the on the answer, and you know, and I think you got to offer the offer the answers without without any kind of without as little. Um, um, decoration as possible, I believe. Yeah, too bad. By the way, that we lost Cuba Gooding Jr., who who I think could make a great. I think he'd be great. At it. I think he'd be just. Uh, yeah, I think he'd be great at it. Uh, I think Ed Begley Jr. Also, I think Ed Begley Jr. would do a great job with it. Yeah, I think he can. He can kind of blend in a little bit. Do all right. Uh, yeah, interesting. Ken Griffey Jr. I think it, it, again is barely getting through some of these. Yeah. He would have been out by now for me. I can say that, but he's not out for you. Mm-mm. We've got JFK jr. We got Ken Griffey jr. We got Ed Bagley jr. And we got Robert Downey jr. Uh, those are the final four. Uh, and here we go. Limbo contest. How mm. low can you go? Who is the worst participant in that limbo contest? Well, Mr. Griffey makes it again. I'm going to give him the benefit of being athletic. JFK Jr. always seemed to be in good shape. So it comes down to Downey Jr. and Ed Begley Jr. Ed Begley, wiry, but he's too damn long. He's, he's, my guess is he's in the 6'3", 6'4", neighborhood. And his height works against him in here. I uh, he might be flexible, but maybe not flexible as flexible as he needs to be. I have to say goodbye to EBG uh, EBJ here. <laughs> yeah, pretty decent limbo foursome. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah. It, it's as though I was sort of knew this was coming and was building up to this limbo competition. That was the real. That was the real competition I wanted to see was who would make this limbo. <laughs> This, this limbo uh, competition. So yeah, I'm I mean, overall, sorry to see him this go. Whole group, this whole group is like Mel Kiper Jr. Probably the worst 
of the 10 at that limbo. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know what? For, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know how Dr. Martin Luther King would do in a limbo contest yeah, either. I'm true. not, I'm not sure. True. Oh, probably, and Sammy, yeah. Sammy early in life. No problem. Late in no life. Problem. Oh boy. Yeah. Good point. Uh, okay. So, uh, the final one to, to take the three down to the, to, to the, to the two that are going to go in the head to head. Yes, sir. Three is, um, and, and again, we've got, uh, we, we just have JFK Jr., King Griffey Jr., and Robert Downey Jr. Yep. And amazing that Robert Downey Jr. is feeling great that he's just back in the competition because as Iron Man, as Tony Stark, <laughs> I mean, he almost got through. That's true. He yeah. got defeated by Henry Gondor, so he is lucky to have a little bit of a second bite at the apple here. But I don't know if he's going to get past this one, but I don't know. He also uh, got he also got kept around for uh, Marvel Universe too you know you, yeah. he was he was the sole survivor over there so he's he's having a good day yeah he sure is uh but will he go out now who knows mm-hmm. only you will know here it is uh you need somebody to go grocery shopping for you okay. you have a meticulous list of your your actual grocery list however complicated it is however easy it is whatever it's that actual list and you want it to be done perfectly and then in addition you say also grab me just 10 things that you think, uh, you know, I haven't tried maybe before that I'm going to enjoy. So that's the grocery shopping list. Who's doing it? Who's not? Oh, Downey's gone. Downey's gone. <laughs> he, he isn't. He, uh, no way. No way. <laughs> this guy is not, he, he's not, he, he, he's not understanding why I want this particular kind of baking powder as opposed to this other baking powder. I said, clabber girl baking powder. And he's like, what is the fucking difference? And I said, this is flour you got. And he'll say again, what is the fucking difference? So yeah, he's, he's got to go. He's got to go. Yeah. He's probably doesn't spend a whole lot of time in the grocery no. stores. I don't, I don't know if any of these guys spent a ton of time in a grocery store, but but I, I, for some reason, I think Griffey and JFK Jr. are just going to try a little bit harder. D- Downey, he, he, like, he starts thinking of what he's going to do after the grocery store before he's getting to the grocery store. You know, like he's just he's flying through that. I, I, I'm not getting anything I want back from him. All right, well, All right. we have our ch- our two finalists. One of them called Junior. You know, yes. which, uh, uh, so Ken Griffey Jr. against JFK Jr. Uh, and you know, again, you just never know mm-hmm. who it's going to be. Like when I, I wouldn't have thought that that's not the two I would have guessed, but nope. you know, you never know. Um, here are the three contests. And remember, it's just who wins two out of these three. If yep. one wins all three, that's fine too. Uh, the first one is um, you have two years to train to become one of the NBA's most popular halftime acts. You can figure okay. out what it is that you do, you know, whether you're a quick change or a red panda or, a, you know, uh, acrobatics or whatever it is. All right. You figure it out and you do it. Number two, best four out of seven chess match. And number three, you get stuck. You TJ get stuck on a ski list for five hours with this person. They, who do you want? Who will do a better job of keeping you calm and keeping you entertained as you uh, get nervous about uh, being stuck up there and the cold and you know, everything else. Who's going to be the better, uh, the better partner for you up there? Okay, so that's three, two years to become the NBA halftime performer. Ken Griffey Jr. Athleticism, he's going to be able to do that. Um, so that that goes to Ken. The um, second one, um, four to seven. What well, I wrote down, four to seven. What was what was best that? four out of seven? Oh, best. Man. I'm going to give that to JFK Jr. That feels like maybe a game that was around the Kennedy compound at some point. Okay. 
and um, ski lift. This this is tough. This is this is tough. I'm gonna go with JFK Jr. There. I think that dude had a terminal sense of cool that like that would just make me feel like this is gonna work out somehow. So I think there would be something about staring into those 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 smoky eyes and him just looking like baby I ain't sweating it. So maybe that would make me not sweat it. So JFK takes the bottom two to win the junior champion of champions. Wow. Wow. You love to see it. I tell you. So a bunch of spoilers here for the next 15 seconds. If you plan to go back and listen to old episodes, which I doubt you do, uh, don't listen. But so that means that uh, JFK Jr. will join, I mean, Michael Phelps, Yoda, John Wick, President Abraham Lincoln, uh, Henry Gondorf, Meryl Streep, and uh, forget one or two. Ireland. It's going to take place in Ireland. That's right. and we will, oh, uh, Greg Norman, the golfer. And oh, we still have, I believe, two final slots to fill, but we're getting close. Some real high caliber team. athletes in this, uh, in that last, in that last, uh, last matchup. Be oh, yeah. real so JFK Jr. gets in there. I mean, who knows? All right. It's like they're champ- They're all champions. Oh, they're, they're all champions in their own right. You know, it's, won. it's their champion just for being nominated. Um, all right, Rush, here's the last one. And this is based off of Mint. It's where we started. Here's the situation. We did a situation like this with Coach Mitch, and uh, Mint made me want to try it again. So I'm going to give you some base units of value. We will always start with that item being worth a dollar, and then I'd like you to tell me the value of the second item in comparison. So the one we did was, oh, an ounce of honey was worth a dollar, I think, and we used that as the base value for a bunch of different um, liquids. So in this one, Rush, I'm going to change it each time. So each time I will tell you what the what the scale is um, or what scale we're measuring, what the dollar is, and then I want you to tell me what the value of the other one is. Ready, buddy? Okay. Yep. Tom Cruise movies, cocktail, it's a dollar. What is Top Gun? Dollar seventy five. Fuck seventy five. All right. Oh, this one made me I wanted uh I wanted to see how much you valued this change because um a uh, dollar we're on a scale of sandwiches. Um, a dollar sandwich is a hamburger. What's a cheeseburger? $4. I was in, okay for that's what I was wondering. If it's if if it was just like oh it's like buck twenty five because that's the cost no. of a cheese. It's it, it it exponentially increases the value of that hamburger. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, now my good friend the czar, mm-hmm. he he likes a hamburger plain. I don't know many other people that, that don't want that cheese on there. It, it is a deal breaker. For he me. doesn't want, the czar doesn't want any kind of cheese. Any, does Correct. he like cheese in other contexts, but not on yeah. a hamburger? He'll, no he'll kidding. He'll eat it on a pizza. He'll eat it on no a pizza. No kidding. He, he does not, he wants a, uh, he wants a, a plain hamburger. I'm always amazed by that. I love a cheeseburger. Let me, I'm sorry, because this is, this is pretty interesting. Just bun, meat, bun. No mustard, no ketchup, no lettuce, no tomato. He'll no. He'll put some condiments on there. Okay. He'll put some condiments. He'll put other stuff on there. But he he's always like, please, no cheese on mine. You know, because it's always like, we want sixteen cheeseburgers. Uh-huh. But usually it's <laughs> the czar who's ordering it because the czar is by far the best organized and like. The czar got you the party I'm, bus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When when you when we're on an ASFL trip, which we do once every year, and we need something like, I mean. He's like the Cal Ripken, you know. Like if you need that nuclear, uh, yeah, uh, he'll device, do that. <laughs> uh, watered and cooled. You, you need to make sure the person's there. Like the czar will get it done. He is reliable. All right, Rush. The city of Dallas is a dollar. What okay. is New Orleans? 
Ooh, for TJ Jagowski, it's like $71. Yeah, but uh, for me, boy, this, this has really kind of changed for me over time because I would rather live in Dallas. Okay. But uh, but I would rather visit New Orleans. I mean, so I'm going to say $2. $2. Okay. Um, Honker's Ale is a dollar. What is a Bacardi and diet? Golly. Uh, 30 cents. Okay. No. And I don't like oh. Honker's Ale. Wow. wow. Um, Rush, the name Ryan is a dollar. What is the name Chuck? It's two good names. This is the opposite of this Bacardi and Honker situation. <laughs> Uh, Ryan and Chuck. I do prefer Chuck. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say Chuck is like a buck 33. Okay. Great. Buck and a buck and a third of the next unit. Um, Rush, the Cleveland Indians are a dollar. What are the Cleveland okay. Cavaliers? Ooh, <laughs> with LeBron 50, it would help LeBron <laughs> a penny. Okay. One cent. Um, the Dalmatian is a dollar. What do you give me for a Basset Hound? Three eight three eighty five. Woo! Lot higher than the than the Dalmatian. My yeah, man Dalmatian likes a basket. Fairly now. low on my dog list. Okay. Um, the word, just the word, garage, is a dollar. What is the word carousel? And carousel does feel kind of like you know at least a two dollar word. But right. I'm gonna say carousel is Feels a, like a little more coin. I think I'm going to say about a three dollar and thirty three cent word. Okay. There. The third Garage, not a bad word. Not no not terrible. I tried I tried to get on some of these. I tried to get somewhere in the middle so that there would definitely be calls that were like oh that's a dime compared to that dollar, but there'd also be okay. things that were definitely like oh that's five bucks compared to that dollar. Um, your thirtieth birthday is a dollar. What's your fortieth birthday? Ten cents. Ten cents. All right. Porky Pig is a dollar. Okay. Daffy Duck is how much? Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Ooh, a lot. Okay. Here's a weird one. A one dollar bill is one dollar. What's a two dollar bill? You know what I mean? It's more, I do. I yeah. do know exactly what you mean. I'm going to say $2 is worth $5.01. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Because I also thought it was like, oh, like $1.30? Because you're weird about putting it, you know, ever using it. It's 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 more of a thing that yeah. ends up like in a drawer. <laughs> Here's the funny thing about that is one $2 bill is worth $5.01. The second one is worth $34. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Understood. Understood. But, but uh <laughs> I think that if I if I had one five dollar bill in my wallet and you had one two dollar bill in your wallet, most days, most days, it's straight you up. Said you want to trade, I'd be like, all right, yeah. Straight up, no I'm kidding. All right, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like a two dollar bill. I've rarely, I really, you know, I like have a two dollar bill. Like you, I like one. Yeah, but but the second one is like, what am I doing with this now? You know, like I, you know, I had a friend who 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 nearly got arrested. In trying to pass, trying to pass a two dollar bill. Yeah, trying to pass yeah. a two dollar bill at a Taco Bell <laughs> in a mall, and he's like, I, I, "I don't know, get your manager." And the manager came out, and they're like, "There's, she's trying to give a two dollar bill," and uh, and and they were, but 
was he deserved it because it was my same friend. If I told you the, uh, I don't think I've told you this. Really. I, I loved it. He used to, um, <laughs> he would, he would go to McDonald's, the same McDonald's near our school, and he would, uh, he would order, and he, you know, he would have like whatever his allowance was from his parents or whatever, and he wouldn't have wouldn't have enough money to get all the food that he wanted, and so he would order a small uh, burger like a 59 cent burger and a small fry. And then he would, he would go back and and sit down in the thing and he would take the burger out and he would put a bunch of fries in the burger. And then he would walk up to the, uh, to the counter and he'd be like, look, I'm, I'm really sorry to do this, but somebody's kind of playing around with me back there. No, I I didn't, I didn't order a fry burger and, and show him the fry burger. And, and, uh, I was there one time where he did it and this guy, this manager was just like, I mean, I, like it was terrible in retrospect, right? Like probably lost his kid's job. And this manager just comes out and he's like, God damn it. Who, who's making <laughs> he, he immediately adopted the, the vernacular of the fry burger. Yeah, he just, he was like, yeah, he, who, I just, he, damn it. I mean, just screaming. Oh. I mean, I, I, he was. And he was just like, sir, I'm very sorry. Who who's doing the fry burger? And what and, and he uh, was to get another hamburger? That's what yeah. that's what he wanted? So he just All lacked things. the fifty nine cents for the other hamburger that he wanted? Yeah, he saved fifty nine oh. cents. <laughs> you know, I mean it was it wasn't really worth it, but it was uh, and apparently he'd done it a lot of times and I was like, How far can you take this? Can you do like I didn't order a salt shaker burger? Huh. I didn't order a napkin dispenser <laughs> burger, you know, I don't know. Uh all right, last one, Rush. Nineteen eighty six MTV is a dollar. Uh, 2021 MTV. For me, it's five cents. I mean, and yeah. I don't know. It's probably unfair, but I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I, I voluntarily. Uh, I don't even know what channel within a hundred channels I would find MTV. But it's so weird. First of all, like, and I don't know if it's just our cable thing. It looks like it's still being shot in like in the 80s. There's, it's a weird picture. It's, it's like, it's a weird. Um, look it's like stretched out it looks old the commercials come on and it looks like it was a vintage maybe like they were just rerunning shit but and it's all like challenges where like it's people climbing up ropes and shit the whole the whole time it's uh at least from what i've seen i don't watch it for long but uh, at least that's what it that's what it looks like five cents might be might be generous um and i think we've lost your zoom rush but at this point it doesn't really matter because all that's left is the thank you so i'm gonna keep on pushing Nate, uh, we want to thank Nate for producing. We want to thank Emily for doing our artwork and Julie for having done our music. And uh, next week, we hope to have a guest, a real good, funny friend of ours. So hopefully that works out. And I think that's I think that's all. Do you want to add anything, Rush? <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.